When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Jake Crumpler. What's up, fellow fantasy managers? Welcome back to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. My name is Jake Crumpler, and it's the weekend, so as always, I'll be taking over for Bubba as the host of the weekend editions of the podcast. You can follow me at Jake Crumpler on Twitter, and can find all of my work at CrumplerBaseball.com. Let's dive into everything baseball-related from Saturday, July 22nd. We'll start it off as always with the transactions, injuries, news, and notes from around the league, starting off with our IL placements. Shortstop Corey Seager of the Rangers was placed on the 10-day IL with a right thumb sprain. An MRI will give us a more exact timeline, but it's looking like Seager will miss at least two weeks with the injury. It's unfortunate given that the Rangers are pushing hard to maintain control of the AL West, and because Seager has been the best hitter in baseball, not named Shohei Otani according to his 184 WRC+. Ezekiel Durant is expected to be the everyday shortstop in Seager's absence, while Mitch Garver and Robbie Grossman see more time at DH and in left field. Infielder Taylor Walls of the Rays was also placed on the 10-day IL with a left oblique strain. He is expected to miss multiple weeks. Brandon Lau and Isaac Paredes will see more playing time in his absence. In terms of transactions, shortstop Dansby Swanson was activated from the 10-day IL. He missed just less than two weeks with a bruised left heel. Swanson will return to playing shortstop every day for the Cubs. Starting pitcher Brandon Fott was recalled from the minors by the Diamondbacks. He was much better in his return than he's been in his previous starts this year. Fott pitched six innings of three-run ball while striking out six. He induced 15 whiffs and a 35% CSW, and the Diamondbacks rotation is currently in shambles, so this start should give Arizona the confidence to keep Fott in the majors for at least one more start. And our last bit of news, outfielder Sal Freelich was promoted to the majors by the Brewers. He is the Brewers' number two prospect prospect and the number 17 prospect in all of baseball according to MLB Pipeline. Freelich is a 23-year-old left-handed hitting outfielder. He was the 15th overall pick in 2021 and his best skills are his 70-grade hit tool and 70-grade speed. Freelich batted 6th and went 3-for-3 in his debut where he also had a couple of defensive gems. He may not exhibit much power but he should be picked up in most 12-teamers with 5 outfielders because of his contact ability and his potential impact on the base paths. And before we look at the notable performances from Saturday, we've got a quick word from Underdog Fantasy. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, one word, all caps 
caps, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. So you have some bonus cash to start playing with right off the bat. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com or Underdog Fantasy in the App Store. Sign up with the promo code PitcherList and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. You must be 18 years or older, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. A concern with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. Now we'll look at the notable performances from Saturday, a day in which we had 16 games because the Red Sox and Mets resumed their suspended game from Friday. We'll start it off with our hitters. Leading off with Luis Campusano in Detroit as he helped the Padres to a win, going four for five, scoring three times, belting a home run, and knocking in four runs. It was his second home run of the year, and it traveled 401 feet with a 101.4 mile per hour exit velocity. Campusano just returned from a lengthy IL absence stemming from a thumb strain, and it looks like he may be taking over catching duties from Gary Sanchez, who has cooled off at the plate in recent weeks. Saturday, Campusano showed what he could potentially bring to the table from an offensive perspective. It may seem like the catcher is older than he is because he debuted in 2020, but he's still just 24 years old, so he's got a lot of potential to reach. So far, he's failed to play more than 16 games in the majors in any single season, but he's always raked in the minors. His most recent extended stint in the minors was when he hit 298 with 14 home runs and a 110 WRC plus in AAA last year. Campusano has big time power and hasn't ever faced issues with whiffing, so if he gets more than 50% of the playing time in San Diego, he should be rostered in all two catcher 15 team leagues. Tristan Cassis had a big game as he helped the Red Sox to a win versus the Mets in the second game that they played on Saturday. He went two for three, scoring twice, hitting two home runs, and knocking in three runs while walking as well. He's up to 14 home runs on the year now. Both home runs traveled further than 415 feet with an exit velocity of at least 107 miles per hour. They were both bombs. Cassis had a big day with his best performance coming in that second game. The young first baseman didn't get his career started the way he or Red Sox fans would have hoped. Through May, the lefty slugger batted just 193 with six long balls and an 82 WRC+. But Cassis has turned things around since the calendar flipped to June. Entering Saturday, he was batting 283 with six dingers and a 144 WRC+, since the start of June. And if you throw in both of his performances on Saturday he's batting 306 with eight homers since the start of June. The best part about his hot surge is that he's cut his strikeout rate by more than six percent while maintaining his usually stellar plate discipline. He's striking out just 22 percent of the time and walking over 13 percent of the time. Cassis is limited to playing against right-handed starters and usually bats in the bottom third of the order but it looks like he's finally adjusted to major league pitching and is reaching his fullest potential. And lastly Zach Geloff had a big game versus the Astros as the A's earned a rare win. He went two for three he scored twice. He hit his first major league home run. He knocked in a run and he walked. His home run traveled 390 feet with a 102.8 mile per hour exit velocity. And Geloff has only been up for eight games, but he seems to be recreating his performance from AAA. Oakland's number three prospect, according to MLB Pipeline, the second baseman batted 304 with 12 homers and 20 steals while showing patience at the plate at AAA this year. Unfortunately, he struck out 28% of the time, a number that likely translates to a rate north of 30% at the big league level. So far, Geloff struck out in 27% of his plate appearances, but he will need to remain vigilant to not let that number get out of control in the majors. Geloff is batting second and playing every day for the A's, and his power-speed combo should entice all 15-team league managers. But if you'd like a breakdown of the other notable hitting performances from Saturday, check out the Daily Batters Box article over on PitcherList.com. Now we'll head to the mound and look at the notable starting pitching performances from Saturday, opening with Tanner Bybee versus the 
Phillies in a pitcher's duel versus Zach Wheeler. Bybee was the one who emerged victorious. He earned the win, tossing seven scoreless innings, allowing just two hits and a walk while striking out eight. He induced 22 whiffs and 39% CSW across 102 pitches, and that earned him the golden goal as he led baseball in whiffs to earn the gallows pull and had the highest CSW to earn the king Cole. All four of Bybee's pitches earned at least four swings and misses. His slider led the way with eight whiffs, while his change went for 53% CSW. The Guardians pitching development machine has pumped out yet another potential ace. Bybee had a short time in the minors with just 148 innings across 2022 and 2023 before reaching the big leagues, and he's dominated at every level with a fastball in the mid-90s and three secondary pitches that he trusts. He's not known for his changeup. He's mostly a fastball slider guy, but it might be his best pitch. It's in the 95th percentile with a 34.8% CSW and is in the 83rd percentile according to PLV. Since a six-run blowup on June 13th, Bybee's been lights out. He's pitched to a 1.82 ERA in six starts while striking out 28% of the batters he's faced. Bybee's up to 98 innings on the year, so he may be limited down the stretch, but he's a must-roster in every league right now, and he's a clear start on the south side of Chicago next time out. Johnny Cueto had a big game versus the Rockies, but the Marlins still went home with a loss. He tossed six innings, allowing two hits, one run, and one walk while striking out eight. He racked up 17 whiffs and a 37% CSW across just 81 pitches. His fastball did all of the heavy lifting. It's at one and a half miles per hour above last year's average at 93 miles per hour and went for 14 whiffs and 48% CSW. And boy, has it been a roller coaster beginning to Cueto's career as a Marlin. After going down with an injury after just one April start, Cueto returned three months later and appeared out of the bullpen. Saturday was his first start since his return and he looked like a completely different pitcher. The caveat is that he was facing the Rockies on the road, but to have this much success against any major league lineup at the age of 37 after such a long absence is worthy of applause. We saw Cueto find success in the second half of last season as a member of the White Sox as he used smoke and mirrors to produce a 3.35 ERA across 158 innings, but I never bought into that and it's still difficult to change my mind. Even if he can find a way to shimmy and shake his way to respectable numbers, his ceiling is capped because of his low strikeout totals. Cueto may be worth taking a shot on as he has an easy meeting with the Tigers coming up, but I wouldn't bank on another run reminiscent of 2022. And lastly, Brady Singer did all he could, but the Royals still lost to the Yankees. He tossed six innings, allowing just five hits and two earned runs with one walk while striking out nine batters. He induced 13 whiffs with a 36% CSW across 98 pitches, and his slider was skirting bats while his heater was a called strike machine. The slide piece induced 10 whiffs and went for 33% CSW, while the fastball got 16 called strikes and 43% CSW. Saying Singer's 2023 has been disappointing would be an understatement. Even after his great start on Saturday, his ERA still sits above 5.50 and his whip is dangerously close to 1.50. Every time it seems like he's turning a corner, he throws a clunker or two and destroys his numbers. That points to the inconsistency of his reliance on sinker called strikes. So like Saturday when the Yankees were passive and let him get ahead and counts with his sinker, ultimately forcing the hitters to swing at his slider, Singer can have success, but when he faces lineups that are more aggressive or he's unable to get his sinker over for strikes, he's going to struggle because of his lack of a tertiary pitch. Singer gets the twins next and that's not cushy enough for me to risk it. But if you'd like a breakdown of every single start from Saturday, give the Plus Pitch Podcast a listen and check out Nick's daily starting pitcher roundup over on PitcherList.com. Now we'll head to the bullpen and look at the relievers that got saves and the closers that pitched outside of save situations or blew their saves, starting with the saves guys. Felix Bautista got saved number 27 as he's tied for the American League lead in that category with Emmanuel Classe, who also got saved number 27 on Saturday. Kenley Jansen got saved number 21. Clay Holmes number 13. Yohan Duran struck out the side on his way 
way to his 17th save. Trevor May got save number nine. Justin Topa got his second save with Paul Seawald resting after pitching on back-to-back days. David Robertson got save number 14 in the resumed game between the Red Sox and the Mets. Adbert Alzale got save number nine, while Alexis Diaz got save number 29. Devin Williams struck out the side on his way to his 25th save. David Bednar got save number 19. And lastly, Justin Lawrence got save number seven. In terms of closers to pitch outside of save situations or below their saves, Pete Fairbanks pitched for the third day in a row and took his fourth loss after allowing a run in a tie game in the ninth. AJ Puck pitched the eighth in a tie game, and Tanner Scott took the loss after allowing a run in a tie game in the ninth. So it's interesting to see those two flip flop in terms of the inning they were deployed. And lastly, Scott McGuff pitched the eighth down by two as he works on regaining his confidence. But if you'd like a breakdown of the notable relief pitching performances from Saturday, check out the Daily Reliever Ranks article. Sunday's edition was written by yours truly. And before we look at today's games, we're going to take a quick break. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Now we'll look forward to Sunday, July 23rd, a day in which we'll have a full slate of 15 games. My matchup of the day is Bailey Ober versus Lucas Giolito. Ober's been great all year, and this could be Giolito's last start as a member of the White Sox. In terms of probable starters, we've got seven guys in our auto start tier, including both Ober and Giolito. We also have Joe Musgrove in Detroit, Jesus Luzardo versus the Rockies, and Aaron Nola in Cleveland. Our probably starts tier has five guys, and our questionable starts tier has nine, and that's where we'll find our streamer of the day in Jamison Tyone versus the Cardinals. He just shut out the Yankees last time out and he could survive versus the Cardinals. I'd also keep an eye out for Carlos Carrasco in Boston. He was showing good velocity last time out and induced whiffs with both his changeup and his slider, but it's still a pretty risky matchup. In terms of hitter suggestions, I have just one Diamondbacks and Reds hitters in Great American Ballpark. It's the second best hitters ballpark in all of baseball. Arizona is going with a bullpen game while the Reds are sending Luke Weaver and his 7.22 ERA to the mound. And now we'll close things out with our relievers to watch. Felix Bautista has pitched in three of the past four days, but so has setup man Yenier Cano, so Brian Baker or Danny Coulomb could get the call depending on matchups. Clay Holmes has pitched on consecutive days, and Michael King is the only back-end option that hasn't done the same and could be called upon in the ninth. Pete Fairbanks has appeared in each of the past three days, so Jason Adam will definitely get the call in a tight game. Emmanuel Classe has gone on consecutive days, so Trevor Steffen may pitch the ninth today. Albert Azale has gone on back 
back-to-back days, but so have Mark Leiter Jr., Julian Merriweather, and Michael Fulmer, so the Cubs may just stick with him for a third day in a row. And lastly, Alexis Diaz has pitched in each of the past two days and in three of the last four, so Lucas Sims may be the temporary closer today for the Reds. But that'll do it for today's episode of the First Pitch Podcast. Make sure to head on over to PitcherList.com to check out all of the great articles and features we have on the site, including fantastic player pages and daily DFS suggestions. Join PL Pro to gain access to the Discord to interact with PitcherList staff and members of the community, as well as to utilize the in-season tools to help you win your leagues. That'll wrap up this edition of the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Jake Crumpler. Tune in tomorrow and every day for a new installment of the podcast. Bubba will be back with you on Monday and throughout the week, and make sure to enjoy the day as we are blessed with another day of baseball. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.